This is a GRDC podcast. Growing field peas in Western Australia is not without its problems, but a simple idea may, after further trial work, help to change that, making field peas a more valuable and viable break crop for WA growers. Recently, I was lucky enough to visit the Perth-based Centre for Crop and Disease Management, which is co-supported by Curtin University and GRDC, where I caught up with Dr Sarita Bennett, who, as well as being a CCDM researcher, is also the Curtin Agriculture and Food Discipline Lead. Now, we met in one of the greenhouses where Sarita is conducting a range of experiments on field peas and other crops, But I was there to talk to her about a couple of recent trials which have shown some positive early results. Now to set the scene, Sarita told me why field peas have not been so popular with WA growers. Well, two reasons. One, they're always a high risk of getting ascochyta blight, which can decimate a crop if you get it, if it's not managed. But also they're perceived to be hard to harvest as well. And one of the reasons for that is because they tend to lodge and therefore they're hard to pick up. And they've got lots of tendrils on them, Mm. so they get very entwined amongst each other, which makes them very hard to harvest. But ascochyta is the real risk all the time and you get severe yield losses from it if it's not managed. And that's the area that you've been looking at in one of your trials, isn't it? What was the aim of the trial? So the trial that was conducted here was looking at if we used the stubble from the previous year's wheat crop as a trellis, then would that help to hold the field peas up? And by doing that, would we then reduce humidity within the canopy and reduce the spread of ascochyta blight? That's a simple idea. Did it work? It did work surprisingly well, yes. Um, It was only on a small scale, so we need to take it out to farmers fields now to see if it works on a larger scale but we ended up by having the stubble there that the peas could climb up increasing the yield and significantly reducing the ascochyta and so it meant that an earlier sowing time which is usually not recommended actually ended up having the higher yield because the ascochyta was much lower than in the plots that didn't have the stubble trellis. Okay well let's just drill down into what you actually did First off, I imagine sowing, you would, have, you would have had to have had the seeds quite close to the stubble. Yes, we did. So it was precision sowed, so that it was sowed not right on where the stubble was, but alongside mm. where the previous year's wheat crop had been sown. About how much? They were about, would have been about five centimetres. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so not very far, um, but enough then that the field peas could find the stubble and use that to climb up rather than just twining amongst themselves. Mm. How high was the stubble? The stubble was about 15 centimetres. So it wasn't, you know, it was only provided that 15 centimetres of stubble and then the field peas were required to to use their own tendrils to climb up amongst themselves, but it just seemed to hold the canopy up more than it did previously. By holding it up, as you say, it it reduced the humidity down there. Yeah, well, that's what we think. We need to, so if we repeat the experiment, we'd need to put some humidity meters in at different parts of the canopy and also do it on a larger scale. But that's, we're assuming that's what helped to reduce the the ascochyta spread through the canopy is that because it was held up um, rather than lying on the ground, that it's reduced that humidity and it's just stopped the, the whole plant becoming so damp. So I, I imagine when you were doing that trial, you, you had a control as well, where yes. it's just growing normally. Yeah, so we had, we'd grown two plots of wheat the year previously, and then we divided each of those plots into eight, so that we had replicates within each of the plots, and then half of that we rolled. 
so that we flatten the stubble. So yeah. that was then sown as field peat trial would normally be sown with no stubble on the ground. Mm. And then the other half, we left the stubble there as a trellis. And so what was the difference then in terms of yield and in terms of disease levels? The yield for the field peas that were sown in the trellised treatments from the first time of sowing was 2.3 tonnes per hectare, whereas all of the other treatments, so where it was non-trellised and the trellised later time of sowing, were between 1 and 1.4 tonnes per hectare. So it was quite a significant increase. Yeah, so what about disease levels? Was that because there wasn't disease? Yeah, so that was because there was less disease. So the plants had grown for longer and they hadn't lost pods. So it was a much higher seed set that we got from those plots. Now, you've also done another study, again on time of sowing and its relation to fungicide. I think that was done before you did the trellising work. So tell me about what you were trying to achieve there. Okay, so that one we had three sites. We had one near Esperance, just north of Esperance, Whitnoom Hills, one at Muresk, which is near Northam, and then a site at Nyabing as well. And we were looking at different fungicides applied at either four weeks after sowing, eight weeks after sowing, or we had what I call a Rolls-Royce treatment where we had four different fungicides applied four, eight, 12 and 16 weeks after sowing. And then we had two times of sowing as well. So either an early time of sowing, which was the 1st of May, or a late time of sowing, which was the 1st of June. That sort of later one is when it's normally recommended because that's when most of the Ascochyta spores have already been released. And so you've got a reduced rate of Ascochyta. And we found with that, that that time of sowing was the only thing that actually reduced the disease levels. There was no significant difference between the different fungicide treatments and none of them were any more in terms of yield compared to the control, which had no spray as well. So without using different management techniques, time of sowing is really important as a way of reducing ascochyta. Okay, let me just try and get that in my head. So fungicide, the amount of fungicide or the number of times you use fungicide is not as important as at the time of sowing. Time of sowing, yes. Have I got that right? Yeah, that's right in that year. The difficulty, of course, is you Mm, don't know how bad the disease is going to be. And there's a previous work that's been reported that says that you'll potentially get a 20% benefit in yield by sowing earlier if you know that there's not going to be any ascochyta. But of course you don't know that. Of course you don't know, yeah. Yes, but it means potentially by sowing later there's a significant loss in yield but usually can't afford to take that risk because the fungicides aren't having as good an an impact as we would really need them to to enable farmers to sow at that earlier time of sowing without having other management ways of reducing the disease. All right, well, given that research that you've done, which I suppose in a way has confirmed what growers have have suspected Suspected, uh, all along. But what you've thrown in is the trellising, which allows you to come back... Mm. Uh, earlier in your time of sowing, potentially, is that right? yeah. So that seemed. I mean, the results we found on this small scale was that the disease levels were much lower by doing the trellising. So I think it's really important now that we actually take it out to a much more of a farm scale or larger plots to see whether it happens on that larger scale, whether the trellising is still able to support the field peas to keep them off the ground Mm. and to investigate why the trellising is working so well as well. So would other environmental factors like wind and, as you say, lodging maybe, uh, would they come into... Yeah, maybe. The other, um, the field trials that we did where we were looking at the fungicide treatments, we also had issues with waterlogging and frost at some of the sites as well. So 
they set field piece seem to be much more susceptible to ascochyta if you've got other stresses that mm. are being played on them as well. And growing them here at the field trials area, you know, we don't really get frost in Perth and it's on gutless sand, so there certainly wasn't going to be any waterlogging and we're here to keep a much closer eye on them all the time. So there wasn't any other stress other than the ascochyta, which we know we get every year. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that one of the other issues that growers have with field peas is the harvesting. Did the trellising make it easier to harvest? Well, um, well no, we I didn't, yeah, it was too small to scale. We didn't, yeah, so we weren't able to use yeah. any machinery, but I imagine it would because it would keep them off the ground. Yeah. And okay. that would certainly be something else to look at if we take it to a larger scale. Dr. Sarita Bennett, a researcher with the Centre for Crop and Disease Management. So it's a case of watch this space to see whether trellising field peas works on a broad acre scale and how that might impact harvesting. Thanks for listening. My name is Chris Brown. Mm-hmm.